Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Casey, on the beats, yeah. Be on the beats, yeah. Be on the beats, yeah. Be on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Yo, we're back for another week. Of don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. And I know you missed us. And we gave you a hell of a show last week to kick off the Wasted. But we've got a great show coming for you this week with a new personality joining us on this show. He uh, loves golf. And so he's he's in on the golf talk. So, uh, Shook, what's happening? My cart player, man. What's happening, man? Kalua yeah. Jones. Rolling through the motherfucking D. Trying to crack some. Trying oh. to crack something. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> I like it. I like your vibe. You know, you know what I'm saying. So uh, we got our normal brother out here, man. Uh, he uh, is always, always a part of this show, man. Um, he is uh, out like uh, Will Higgs and 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 Damon out there with with his shirt off. Always, man. You know, women always ask him. It's say, a nipple. Cause I'm drooling. It's a nipple. Cause I'm drooling. You know, hey, they have them out hey. there. So, thanks for having me back. And always remember, no matter how good a tall salad is, it don't always need croutons. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodness, man. crunchy ass, huh? Some crunchy ass. We talking about crunchy ass again? <laughs> <laughs> Some motherfuckers tall salad. So, croutons <laughs> in your mouth. Remember when Martin was like talking? <laughs> Shitty situation. Kicking crumbs, kicking shitty crumbs out the bed. Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shitty situation. <laughs> but it tastes like some unclean chitlins. Ooh. I don't toss salad, so I wouldn't know. I'm helping everybody else out. Hey, uh, and and the other voice you hear, the other voice you hear besides Shug, myself, and Bug, you might have heard this man. On the Red Cup Boys. He's a host. He's a star. He's a Red Cupper. But he also plays golf. The only guy I know that dusts off his clubs. He calls his son and says, hey, can I get my clubs back? And he comes out and shoots an 81. <laughs> he loves golf. He loves what it's about. And he's going to tell you the truth. And he brings it. We've got the uppity Negro man out here. He's also known as Marcus Darkling. Let's- you know what I mean, brother? Actually, I don't. You know, I didn't grow up around blacks. Now, I grew up in the suburbs. My dad was a lawyer, my mom was a doctor, and all my friends are white. I mean, everybody used to tease me because I didn't speak jive, and, like, I couldn't dance to save my life. It's the uppity Negro, Marcus Davis. What's happening, brother? Hello, Gabna. What's happening, man? Black people got problems. (laughs) We do, man. Okay. <laughs> he said, don't be alarmed. <laughs> yep. We're here. Came to get some brown sugar. 
Um, <laughs> Your voice is too deep, too deep. <laughs> uh, sure, give us a rundown of what we're going to talk about. Uh, we're we're going to try to get get through this show pretty quick and and hit you with some good topics, but uh, leave you with with uh, a, a nice size show today. So, sure, hit us up. Well, I hope you fuckers are ready. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we're going to cover the golf news of the week. Last week's uh, WM Waste Management Phoenix Open, um, where there was some new shit that happened. So we're going to get into some of that. Uh, Piss some people off in the old and dusties. Talk about the old dusty ass in a minute. Uh, We're going to get into this week's... um, Shit! What is this one? It's the it's the Riviera, it's the Genesis the Genesis Invitational at the Riviera Country Club. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that. Tiger busted his ass. What's up? Ain't that what Tiger busted his ass? It uh, is. Yeah, it is. It's his sponsored tournament. You were correct. One year later. A year That's later. where he busted ass and got his ass busted at the same time. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. Almost lost his damn leg. Mm, yeah. It's the truth. Uh, our diversity uh, topic this week is how far or how can golf sustain diversity and inclusion efforts? So we'll get into a deep conversation about that. Our front nine will be the top favorite, uh, the top nine favorite coaches of all time. Discussion for the group, the back nine. What have you been doing lately? And this ain't no Jody Watley. Right. She was a banger, though. What's it? She was a banger, man, and and she people didn't realize like when she was hitting hitting it off with that shit on MTV and her videos and shit. She was a little older, man, because you people forget that she was in a group with Howard Hewitt. Oh, that's right. I'm getting I'm getting her mixed up with downtown Julie Brown. Uh, <laughs> that's why I said, was she? <laughs> I did not sing, motherfucker. That's different, Governor. He can't come back. And if anybody who's listening to our show doesn't know who any of those people are, there is a nice thing called Google. Yeah. Google that shit. Google Jody Watley and downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. Oh my yeah. two different things in life. Two yeah. different things. Yep. Um, so what have you been doing lately for your golf game? So we'll get into uh we'll get into a little bit about that. Our favorite segment of the show. What are we hating on? Yes, sir. Uh, be interesting to see what the what's going on now with the fellas. Uh, we got a gig golf song of the week for you. Rapper Estates by Rick Ross featuring Benny the Butcher. The Butcher coming. Yeah. Ugh. And then our final shout outs to close out this show. Lovely. Shit. It's a full show. Sounds fun. Hey, man. Let's go ahead and get to it. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Negro Golf News, where no no chitlins, chicken, or watermelon is is included, motherfuckers. Uh, so and grits and fried chicken and grits and fries, chicken. Yeah, but we do serve grits. <laughs> I just want some great Kool Aid. Oh wow. Um. So. Uh, the tournament that happened last weekend, um, there was a lot of wild things going on. The waste management. I'm so wasted. Um, Definitely the people's tournament. I mean, the people's tournament for sure. So 
couple of hole-in-ones, which is rare. There hadn't been a hole-in-one for a very long time. I think it was 2014, maybe. 2014, 2015, something like that. But there was two hole-in-ones, and the celebration on 16 for those hole-in-ones was so wild that they start throwing drinks, cups, cans, and everything onto the green, onto the hole, and everything. It's made national news. Um in good ways and bad, because you had the old Dusties making noise again. Um, but we also had young people exposed to the game, uh, just like uh, my daughter saw it. And she was like, oh, this is what it's about. Golf is fun, really, like this. Uh, so what say you about the uh, celebration? And do you... Uh, do you think that they're they're going to try to do away with the the event because they think golf should be stuffy? Because a lot of the uh, comments are, "Why are you doing that? This is golf." Is their excuse for for not embracing that? So, what say you on the celebration? Uh, uh, this is golf, but the same reason why this is golf is why they have the waste management because they know. It's the Mardi Gras of golf. Mm-hmm. So you can't get mad what's happening. And even the players was like, this shit was wild. Commentators like, I got soaked with beers. The best thing ever. Loved it. Can't beat it. It's the waste management. My bad. The WM. They changed the name just to the WM. Right. But you, this is what you go there for. This is why people go to party, have a good time. Just like a couple of years ago when it was like playing the theme music coming out into the 16th hole. Yes. That's what you come there for. Like when we go, we go to a hole, a par three, and we bet closer to the pin. Yeah. And we even playing. Right. That's what the waste management's for. They ain't getting rid of it. Cry, bitches, cry. <laughs> to, me, to me, I think this this is a unique event. I think that it's a, it's a way to highlight the game and try to get more people into it. Um. What better way to showcase fucking waste management, man, than to pick some shit up? Exactly. Some waste. (laughs) So let these motherfuckers go out there and do the best, do do their best. But what's amazing to me is that people were were like good enough that they really didn't hit anybody with anything that they threw. Did you notice that? (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, it was that. Like they might have got sprayed with liquor, what junk, or yeah. fucking backwash, or whatever was in there. Right. But you saw the bottles and cups coming, but they would like miss like the players on purpose. Yeah, they were like missing people. So I think if they, if they keep it that way, then cool. The excitement that that type of excitement is the reason that golf is as popular as it is now. It ain't the old old men. I, I know y'all remember when we were younger. If you think about golf back then, it was conservative. A bunch of old men walking up and down some grass chasing the ball. And it's not, it's a young, it's a young, it's a young man's sport, just like all sports. Yeah. It's just so happened. This is golf and the older people don't want to, they're trying to keep it, like you say, stuffy. They're trying to, they're trying to keep it old and, and slow. And it's just not that no more. I, you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I get sick and tired of hearing the commentators talk about, you know, oh, this conversation I had with him and, you know, as he was taking a dump, you know, like they, they just they get too much into these fucking conversations. And I think sometimes it's just about the event 
It's just about the people. The people are the ones that are paying these guys. Right. Give the people some type of an event where they actually can be involved and be rowdy. I think it's it's the best thing that you could do. It's the best thing for the PGA. And the best thing about it is, is if you think about golf, every tournament is quiet. Mm-hmm. This is the one time, and it only happens one time a year, where everybody, fans, players, everybody gets to buck, buck wild. Mm-hmm. When they was wearing Kobe jerseys when he passed away. Yeah. Right. You get to go buck wild and do what you want to do because you know waste management. That's what it's for. Right. And even though it's a tournament and you get your FedEx points, you get your money, but they're there for the fun and the, the win. Common, it's the common man's tournament. Yes. Blue collar tournament. Right. Yeah. Yep. Camp is here. Don't do it, E. And I'm hoping and I'm hoping this go, go Netflix. I'm hoping this Netflix stuff we talked about. Oh, I'll start yeah. opening it'll start opening stuff up to show different perspectives of, of different tournaments, right. different players. And, you know, that's yet to come, but I'm hoping that that's what happened with that. They they should they should create a fucking belt. Like that the, the it's oh. passed on. From like, belt for waste management, like yep. it, get a hole in one, it goes from one person to the next. Like it, but if you get it in the same tournament, you just get two belts. Yes, you just get you get you give them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that the people that that hit hole in ones there should have the belt like a like a fucking championship belt, and it should say the people's champ. Like that should be fucking awesome. Man, lovely for the PGA. Not not the not the hard knock slicers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just saying, all champs run together, you know. Wow. Uh, so speaking of waste management, uh, Higgs and and Domin. So on the 16th hole, they got paired up on the last day, and uh, Joel Domin said. Uh, he tweeted the previous night. Dreams do come true if we get enough retweets, Harry. Uh, will t- Harry will take off his shirt on the 16th tomorrow. Well, there's a lot of retweets and a lot of people paid attention. So when they showed up at the 16th, they were met with cheers of take it off, take it off. And so when they got there, uh, Higgs uh, saved his par with a 10 foot uh, putt. And so he just flashed the crowd and then uh, Domin finished up and he took his whole shirt off. So, uh, will these guys get fined? Because I'm pretty sure the PGA is going to have something something to say about them breaking the uniform code and taking their shirt off. And on top of that, by them doing that, it got the crowd riled up and uh, the waste crew was then called to help clean up <laughs> uh, once again on 16. So, what say you? This kind of sounds like Booger's, right, uh, Booger's Alley, man. You ain't lying. Uh, with that being said, I'll speak on it. No, they're not going to get fined for the fact that we just talked about it. It's the waste management tour, the people's tour, the people's champion. You allowed to do anything you want on this tour. I'm what I'm shocked about. You can't even wear shorts yet. There, it's in Arizona. That is fuck. I don't know about anything yeah. you want. Well, I think there's a line that you that you can't cross. What line can't you cross? That you besides showing the stuff you do on TV, but you can do anything there. You just can't show everything on TV. They party, they drink, they get fucked up, they fuck, and they're going about their business. 100. Yikes. 
Yeah, we've been there. There's players fucking out there. They're single or married. Ain't gonna say no names, but it's the you get to do whatever you want. So yeah, taking your shirt off, give the people what they want. Mm. Like it. Waste management. Nice. Like it. Of all kinds. name when no one is around me people love to hound me this is what i sorry my bad i got carried oh, away it would have been better it would have been better if they would threw bags of salad like toss salad out there oh <laughs> shit no croutons <laughs> 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 what what is what is that they're tossing salads. Look to me like they're tossing salads. Next year when we go, we bring in bags of salads. <laughs> to toss them out there, <laughs> toss them salad. Hey, fuck it. <clears throat> hey, uh, we're off the wasted for a while. Bryson was not there. Um, but there's a rumor and I'm going to lump in the Hoffman thing too. So there's some players that have been talking, uh, recklessly about the PGA and, uh, doing things. And, uh, I'm wondering what is going, people are wondering what's going on with Bryson. And so, um, he's saying he's hurt and he did not commit to the Genesis invitational. Um, he has not committed to a few of the PGA events. Um, and there's a rumor out there that he's been offered a shit ton of money to join another golfing organization, which we brought up a few months ago when we were on this show. Um, and also uh, Charlie Hoffman is also in the news and uh, he has called out the USGA and PGA tour and uh, while he's on Instagram and he complained about ruling uh, talk about how things are governed and how people are treated. And uh, he said that is probably some of the issues why uh, some of the top players are leaving for the Saudi bat tournament. So um, what say you about Bryson and Hoffman uh, maybe turning tail for the PGA tour? I'll, I'll be quick with mine. Be quick. So I saw today that, uh, and it could be rumored, but I saw in the news today that uh, Bryson DeChambeau did go ahead and sign. And so he's supposed to be playing over there because the rule is now that you can still play in majors in the PGA. Oh. So, yeah, so you can still play in majors. And I'll send, y'all the, I'll send you the, the news thing I saw. You can still play in majors, so you can play over there and still come back and play in the majors. Then we were talking about this when I was playing with Mike and them. Charlie Hoffman's an asshole and a bitch, and he's crying over the same shit that's happened before, but he's being a bitch about it. Funky dog head, bitch. Exactly. So that's what I heard from Mike and them. That's just, that's the way he is, and he's always going to cry about some bullshit, and he thinks he's supposed to be loved in Arizona, especially because Waste Management, and that's his sponsor. So he thinks he should be treated different like he always does, but I'm just drinking my tea. Mm. <laughs> okay. So if Bryson can go, and if if they change the rules to where you can play in majors and still go get that money, who else is going to go? That's a huge question. Who could go? 
Why wouldn't Tiger go get a little bit of that money? Why wouldn't Phil go get some of that money? Even Phil, though Tiger, yes, Tiger doesn't care. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, he's right. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. No, no. Go ahead. You know, I, I, I mean, I think Bryson. I'm. I, I kind of knew he he already has issues with with you know some of the way that the, some people in the PGA. Um, he's had issues with other players. So I think it's easy for him to just go over there and make the bread Mm. because over there, it's going to be, it's going to be about winning. It's going to be about what he can do. They're going to, they're going to love hit the fact that he can hit the ball far. So they already love a guy like that. Now, do I think a lot of other players will go? Not the purists. The purists that are that are true to the PGA, they will never go. I think it's gonna be like Go ahead. Like it's kinda like these basketball players in China. Yep. Not everybody's gonna go, but you're gonna have a handful that are gonna go. And then every so often you're gonna see guys see what they're doing over there, the money they're making, the success they're having, and then they're gonna go. I do believe you'll see these guys come back though over here to play. This is just another way for them to get some exposure, make some extra money, grow a bigger fan base. Mm-hmm. So that's what I compare it to. It's just like the, the NBA and, and they can, they can, throw, basketball. they can throw big ass money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the, the article reads that it, it still allows them to play in the, the masters U S open and the British open for now. Yeah. What if that I bet you. I bet you. At some point, if enough players get on there, Mickelson may go. Yeah, Mickelson said before. He's like, "That's what you get, PGA, because you're fucking stealing money from people." Right. Yeah, they're gonna go make the bread, man. I don't blame them. Hey, I'm, but Mickelson, I'm all if you for think this. about, you have to think about, and Mickelson doesn't matter because he, he's going to the senior tour. He only has. To, he's only gonna play a certain amount of PGA tour games. But and if you think about Bryson. It's not a big deal because Bryson doesn't win shit. He's just a big hitter. <laughs> and I think Nicholson and Woods will probably not because and, and McElroy, they they made they made they made their money. Yeah, if you think about big big time players, they're not going to go. They're not, yeah, they're not going to do nothing. Bryson's going to go because Bryson's a he's a top twenty five player. You can right. see him. You could you could just look at him and the way he acts. Like you could see that that's something that he would do. Yes. Amen. I'm not. He doesn't win enough tournaments to think he's a top five player because he's not. He's a big ball hitter. So we talk about the ball striking. He'll win over the stats. If you look at the stats, he doesn't win enough. He'll win over there, though. Yeah, but there's not going to be as good competition. He's a D1 player playing in a D3 league. So he thinks he'll be big time. And he he looks, he's like a cocky ass dude. Yeah, but when you look at the rest of the the field, so you take the so this week in the top ten, the top ten is playing in the Invitational, the Genesis, uh, the Tiger sponsored event. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, like how many people are on tour or whatever? So think about some of the young up and comers that ain't getting that bread and shit like that. They can I'm go play there. in the Saudi and go over yeah. there and really get good and make a name for themselves. And still come over to, here, right? You don't have to go play in the Corn Ferry Tour and those smaller tours. They can go straight over there and start making their money. Boom. If they win enough, they get to come over back. Right. There it is. And how, much, and, and how many, you know, how many we haven't talked about that just 
no, they're not going to win one of the majors over here. No, they're not going to win one of the big tournaments over here. Yeah, let me take my ass over here and see what I can do. Right, make my <laughs> and and then the more that go, it's like you said, it's almost like a like a like a like a, a D league. Yeah, they are they, now they're going to start building a pool of competition over there that's going to improve their game to come back over here and potentially come back and win something. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sad about it. Uh, speaking of Tiger, we brought him up that says he probably wouldn't go. But uh, we got some Tiger news. A Tiger is back. And by back doesn't mean that he's uh, playing or breaking off some backs in a parking lot. But he is uh, actually hosting uh, the Genesis Invitational. And today he spoke and he said he will be coming back to play in the PGA. Um, He said he's still working things and still trying to get strong. But at least he's out in the public, and this is his tournament. A year from today, this was the tournament in which uh, he lost control on that curb. And them cones too goddamn fast. And this is why I hope since he's back, he has a driver, and he's not driving himself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's dope to see that he's back hosting. Hey, if you don't have one, Tiger, uh, this nigga right here will drive for you. Bruh, he got enough hoes to drive him. He don't need us. Yikes. Just saying. I'll leave right now. <laughs> Closer. I can get up there faster than you can. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that is our uh, golf news of the week. And now we're going to get into our tournament play. Um, let's talk about the wasted. I'm so wasted. So, uh, Sure, give us a rundown of who won and what happened. That's some good golf out there, man. So we kind of talked about you had uh, new things happening with um, the fans and the way that they were kind of interacting <clears throat> with uh, the golfers. You had some hole, you had a couple hole in ones. Um, you had some great approach shots. You had great golf um, leading up to you know the the final day. Um, you had great stories that were out there. What was uh, what's the what's the Figala or the, what was his name? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, good story on him, man. He led. You know, he had a fifty-four, I think fifty-four hole leader. If I was, if I'm correct, but they just struggled, man. Just struggled on that final day. You had guys that just elevated their game and took over. Um, you know, um, great playoff. Uh, three round playoff with uh, Patrick Cantalay, and then you had Scotty Scheffler taking the entire tournament um, on that on that last hole, that three hole playoff, for a total of one point five m's in the pocket. So, what do you guys think about the tournament? What were your thoughts, and kind of what what do you think about the playoff? Uh, the playoff was awesome. Watching it, it was kind of interrupting uh, the Super Bowl. Cause they were still playing while the Super Bowl was going on, so <laughs> you had to run two TVs to see what's going on. But uh, to see uh, Cantlay, which some people picked last week, um, to be up there doing his thing, there was actually a lot of good golf. There, a lot of players shot really well, but these guys just stuck out and uh, they couldn't make putts in their playoffs. Um, their approach shots were a little crazy. Um, and they struggled there, but overall it was a great playoff. It was good to see Scotty Scheffler, uh, 
uh, pull it out. So I agree, which is weird because they they said the playoff is the most people in a playoff in waste management history because they had so many people in it, and it was good. But they said the greens was the fastest ever been because there was no like wet season to dry everything out, and they couldn't water it fast enough. Everything was so fast, fast, fast. But uh, your boy put in work as a rookie and then got an exemption to get in the tournament and led for three rounds, three and a half rounds. Yeah. He, you have to think, okay, is this a fluke or he's going to be the face of golf going forward for a while? I don't think he'll be the face, but he'll just, I need to see him. I need to see him win some more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you figure his, his first big tournament and he was exemption. You put in work, bro. He was hitting some nice. Every shot was nice until he got to the second half of the fourth day. Right. But but I but they looked at. I mean, I look at Colin Morikawa. Like, yeah. that. what's what's the difference between some of the things that I mean? He's gone out there and won. But but I, I get you on that one. But this dude had the exemption, and no one really knew who he was except for in India. Yep. And he just came out and like played against some of the top players and wasn't phased until. He knew I have a chance to win and fucked it up. So, but yeah, you have to, you have to see it the whole the whole season, see how he does. But yeah, it was good to watch. It was good competition. I wish he was out there this year, but we'll fuck it up next year. He, he better move out of his fucking mom and dad's house. No, you don't. Not yet. No, nope. <laughs> not yet. Collect your checks. Stack them up. Exactly. Yeah, he made no money yet. Exactly. This, waste management isn't enough money for him to go ahead and move out yet. You keep that money in your pocket. Keep building your shit, bro. Mm-hmm. He'll get some. He'll get some sponsors coming this way. So, uh, yeah. the other thing that was happening out there is is if you Google and look around, there's a lot of wobblers out there. So, a lot of people have seen people uh, link back and falling over, but uh, there, there, there are people that were 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 doing all kind of shit. There, did you see the picture of the couple that? Uh, she looked like she was riding a dude, and they were sitting in in the letters of the waste management, and they were like inside the letter, and she was on top of them. So, I mean, you see all kind of shit out there, man. Right. It was crazy. Can we go back for a minute? Can we can we go back for a minute? So, how can yeah. you? How can you? You know, you just you almost just won a golf tournament, man. How are you gonna? You can't take you can't take a lady back to your parents' house like that, man. You are fucking old enough. Uh, he go to the telly. Right. You right. You have as much money. You go to a hotel because you yeah. buy the penthouse suite. Yeah. Or, you the or, or you take them back to the house because that's where the hell you've been taking them. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, it's not With the first no time. <laughs> <laughs> in, Mom and dad, have a good evening. Go do something. That they by the time he got home, they would probably sleep anyways. And at the kids, tournament, have these kids a, a silver spoon in their mouth. Probably has a pool house in the back <laughs> from there where. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah, sure it's not no. It's not no uh, bum ass house. Exactly. So he's, he's getting his guts. He's out like there you, getting guts. Okay, Shook. Have you ever had sex in your parents' house? Whoa! Remember, it was. They didn't even. Whether they knew or not, I didn't give a fuck. Exactly. Oh he boy. Don't give a fuck either. <laughs> he don't give a fuck either. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why are you asking questions? Why are you asking questions you know the answers to? I'm just saying, man, culturally it's different though. My house is a lot different than that motherfucker's house, so I'll tell you that. I know when it comes to that money, his house ain't that different. Uh I paid I bought your house out. <laughs> Shit. Wow. And he can tell fuck you, mom, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Back to your point. That waste management sign, I know you remember, I took the picture with a couple of honeys in that photo. Yeah. But I wasn't laid back like them. The motherfuckers was drunk as shit this year. Yeah. And and they need to keep it this way and just just not try to, you know, they I, they say they try to restrict, you know, when they give you the wristbands and they were scanning our drinks, the the wa- the waitresses were like, "Yeah. Well, oh, I I missed your scan." Like we would tip them and they would just forget all all about our shit. The best part is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Suge, but the best part is when you leave the tournament, and if you didn't drive, which you shouldn't drive, you have to go through this big ass line to go to Uber. Yeah. The Uber line. But during that Uber line, there's Chick-fil-A, there's Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Motherfuckers, they have everything set up so you can get your ass, your eat on, and sober up. But of course, we went out still and went to the pizza shop letter later. But yes, they, you, you're good to go. They need they need to have a fucking like a contest for the wobblers. Ooh. Oh, wait, that would, that's like, cool. they have a breathalyzer. They, they have, have a breathalyzer, breathalyzer contest. Huh? The cops breathalyze you on the way out, and you can bet on each other who's gonna blow the highest <laughs> yes. <or> shit. <laughs> they should make these motherfuckers like do some shit. It like, was great because, like, when you walk out, the cops are there, and you get scared, but you don't get scared. You and know, it's like, you take the breathalyzers who has the worst, the worst one, and we all did it, but we were all like the same level. But there's should, motherfuckers that were fucked up. They should take it further. They should like give him a whole fucking like a, a sobriety test, dude. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. That would be fucking comedy. Like you're like you know, it's just for fun. You know, like you know, they should do like get a jail free card too. Yeah, like that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the Genesis Invitational, it's in Cali, um, and you want to protect your skin. And what better way to do it than using your eyes only aesthetics? Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code DON'TBEALARMED at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com Thanks, Nice, for for uh, sponsoring and appreciate what you're doing with your company. So, shout out to Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Thank you for spelling that again. I'll talk to her in the hate of the week. <laughs> Uh, Genesis Invitational. Give us a rundown of this, Suge. Man, so this is going to be, you know, um, I don't know if Phil Collins is going to be there or not. You know, Genesis. <laughs> oh, wow. Who knows, man? You never, you never know. He might be there singing it up for, for these cats out there providing entertainment. Oh, no. His ex-wife might own all the rights to that. And he's never been there before. Sorry. <laughs> Just saying, man. It's, you know, you never know. This is at the Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. How far is that from you, bud? About 
two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. Right this on. Is a private, this is a private resort. You got to know somebody or uh, be somebody to get up in that bitch. The par 71, 7,322 yards. This is rated at 75.6, so it's more of a, you know, one of the more difficult courses that have been played so far this year. This course was designed by George C. Thomas Jr. and William P. Bell. And uh, how to watch the, you know, you can look on, um, look it up on golfdigest.com, but there's TV and streaming options um, that are available this weekend. Um, it will be across a lot of the different networks as well. So make sure you check out the broadcast near you, but you can get it. Uh, you can get the full broadcast schedule on golf digest. So with that said, we'll get into thoughts on the, uh, we'll get into some picks here, but E, why don't you get into the power rankings and tell us what's up with the golfers? All right. Well, your top 10 is playing your world top 10 to be here. So, uh, right now they have the power rankings of for this tournament. So, uh, one is Cantalay, of course, coming off the win last week. You got John Rahm at two, JT Justin Thomas at three, Xander Shoffley at four, Victor Hovland at five, uh, Hideki Matsuyama at six, Roy McElroy at seven, Cameron Smith at eight, Dustin Johnson at nine, Colin Marakawa at 10, and I believe he won this event last year. Uh, Max Homa at 11, Bubba at 12, Francisco Molinari at 13, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick at 14, and Will Zalatoris, the stunt double for Mike Darangowski at 15. Um, so that's the rundown. Uh, should be a good tournament with uh, the top 10 there. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the picks. Who are you guys picking to win the Genesis Invitational? I'm confusing and lost. I'm not sure. I, I got I think it's between John Rahm, Xander, Hideki, and Rory. But I think Rory is getting his swing back, so he might win it. So I think it's one of those three. My my sleeper is the the pedophile. Whoa! Uh, what? what? Let me finish. Let me finish. I mean, if you look at Victor Hovland playing and he has his hat on, he he he's kind of creepy. It scares me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it scares me. So he might he he might be in the top three. He might finish in the top three this week. But he, why he, are you putting why are you putting that out there on that man like that? <laughs> oh, so we can't talk in the shop right now. There's yeah. rules in the shop? Nope. No, you're right. Go ahead. You exactly. got it. He look, when he plays golf, he has his hat on. He's walking around all quiet and silent. He looked pedophilish to me. Wow. Stalkerish. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. I'm done. You be mad at someone said you look like you about to break in their house? Put your hood I, on for fuck? a minute. Put I don't give a fuck because most likely back in the Back but, in the day, I would break in their house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they might be like, hey, this motherfucker. Between the ages of 17 and 22, I might have broken your house, so it's okay. <laughs> Yikes. And he's not lying. Facts. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Justin, I'm gonna take Justin Thomas to win it. And I think uh uh Morikawa and Ron are going to make a run at it. Mm. I didn't know we 
had fucking ODB on our fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Who's your pick? Um, you know, I I gotta go with Patrick, man. I I think Patrick is he's playing some fucking fantastic golf. That's my dude, man. I love to watch him play. Um, he's cool as fucking cool as ice. You know, that motherfucker out there just, he didn't do, you know, he didn't win the tournament. He didn't, you know, he didn't hit a couple putts. Could have went one way or the other. But I, I still love his game. I think, um, the, to me, that's who I'm going to take. I also like JT. Um, and then I got to say someone like, you know, that has a chance. You know, you can you can never take it. You can never, you know, count out someone who's won a previous, t- you know, the previous year. So I got to say Colin Marikawa has a good chance. And, you know, you haven't heard anything from, from DJ yet this year. So, you know, mm. that's, I think, uh, you know, that's where I'm going to go. So I'm along with Marcus. I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. Uh, he's he's locked in. Uh, I think he's going to play well. Um, he's been doing some stuff. Uh, I'm torn between JT and Roy, really. Um, Roy just, I think he uh, – he had two top five finishes at the Riviera since 2019, uh, and he had a really good warm-up uh, overseas in Abu Dhabi and Dubai playing. Um, so doing those two. And then my sleeper, um, always love uh, DJ Dustin Johnson. So uh, right now he begun uh, 2022. Uh, he tied 25th and tied 8th. So... We don't know what we're going to get with DJ, but hopefully something good because uh, not too long ago he was the they were trying to make him the poster boy for the PGA. So let's see if he can get back in the rare form and be athletic and get some shit done. Um, so yeah, what do we have going on with the women's golf, Shug? Before we get to the women's man, I gotta I do have to say one thing. Um, you know when you you see one dude in sports and he looks like somebody else, like a pedophile. No, no, okay. I ain't talking like that. And I don't right. know what I'm talking about that shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, fucking beige and black couch over there. Um, but anyways, you know when you when when I look at like Francesco Molinari, he fucking looks like that fuckow dude who plays on the Nuggets. So oh. I think are them the same motherfucker? Oh, I don't know, well, but I know you got one last time to talk about my couch, bro. I should have seen all day. <laughs> Not with your ass sitting on it. No, I'm just. Wow. I don't even sit on this couch. That's the, the couch I don't even sit on. Fuck your couch. <laughs> dog this. So the dog sits on your couch with the funky ass. <laughs> dog sits on the top of the couch. That, but anyways, you know oh, what? Where you put your head? Oh, man. So the top of that couch is funky. No, that's where the dog sits. But I forbreathe my shit. And that's why I have a warranty. So it gets I'm clean. Fucking with you, man. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> All right, so anyway, people are so sensitive. We going, we're going to the, we're going to the women's tournament here. Wait, I got one thing to say real quick. To E, when you talking about DJ Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. if you think about the year he went on the run and won the uh, everything, he started out slow that same year. Uh, so I think he might have a run this year too. I like it. He's always – when he's dialed in, man, he's hard to beat. Yeah. So this tournament, this is the one for the big money. This is big money tournament for these ladies. 
the HSBC WGC Championship will take place actually next week, or not next week, but the week, uh, the first week in March, yeah. March 6th. It'll be a $1.7 million purse. So that's big money for these ladies, like we were saying. It's about time. This is, this uh, tournament is for 500 CME Glow points. It is in Santa Soda Golf Club in Taichung, um, Singapore. So hmm. it'll be a good one, man. This will be actually the top ladies will be out here um, golfing for this uh, for this big money. Um, so it, it will be exciting to see what these ladies do. So what are what are some of the favorites you guys think are uh, are out there, that are out there? Uh, I mean, this tournament should be uh, pretty good. I'm gonna stick with my my picks, right? Um, women are are playing great. They've they've started their season off right, but uh, Danielle Kang is playing really well. And uh, I do the K and K connection, so I'm gonna do Kang and Corda. I'm 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 staying with those. So I think uh, and and then give me Patty T, Patty Tavatonikit. I'm I'm with E on that one. I, if it's warm out there, then I go with the Cordas because they play better in warm weather. They don't like cold weather. Um, Corda, I mean Daniel Kang been playing well, but I don't like her because. I know her personally through business when I was working at Lampkin and she's full of shit, but she's been playing well this year. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. About McGuire. Did you say Patrick McGuire? Nobody said no Patrick McGuire. (laughs) (laughs) Show me the money. (laughs) That chick Leona McGuire. Yes. Okay. That that I mean that's I, I didn't even think about that, but she can play. Uh shit, I'm gonna have to watch her and put put her on my radar. That's a good pick, actually. Coy, uh the Asian chick Coy, whatever her name is, she's hot too. Choi or whatever it is. Yeah. The young Okay. I mean Danielle Kang always, you know, you got it the the quarter sisters. Are always in it. Um, I think somebody like NB Park, who's won it before, Ooh, uh, can yeah. definitely win. Um, and Lydia Ko, I think she's always you could play. And I think you're talking about, but yeah, Lydia Ko, Lydia Ko, Lydia Ko can play, man. She's one. She's a Kiwi. She's a that's what they call New Zealanders. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Whoa. anybody else did, but we I think I thought we all knew that's what they call that's I mean I've heard someone from New Zealand say that's what you call us. They can Yeah, they are Kiwis. Yeah, she's a Kiwi. And they fuck with all blacks. Oh. Yes. That's, that's the rugby team, all blacks. They say it different. All blicks. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, <laughs> almost, I can almost get the Canadian chick. What's her name? The Brooke, uh, Brooke Anderson. Oh yeah, dude. oh Brooke. Yeah, yeah. I can almost I can solid. Almost she, solid, bro. Like she's like, <laughs> yeah, fucking solid, dude. Like, <laughs> I'd want to like, hey man, let's go in this alley and like fuck some people up. <laughs> Come on, wow. Brooke. We take Brooke. Him. man. Brooke's coming with us. Brooke is nice. <laughs> okay. She's got a nice body, but I, I don't think she's. Brooke is that middle player. I don't think she's always ready for the big time. That's mm-hmm. my only problem with her. 
I think you could put her ass in MMA right now. That's yeah, that's <laughs> your bang. Fucking people up. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, ladies, get out there and show us some stuff in a couple of weeks. We'll be looking for you. Yeah. Um, we're gonna roll into um, our diversity story and topic of the week. There's an article out there on uh, golf.com. And the name of the article is Efforts to Make Golf More Diverse Largely Haven't Worked. It's time for a new approach. So um, there was an essay written by Laz Versalis, I believe is his name. Uh, he's a former club professional in Minneapolis, um, and he's now working in the healthcare industry in California. Um, but um, he he gives the uncomfortable realities of what it is to be a golfer of color and what happens. And so, um, you know, he talks about being on the golf course. It's one morning or whatever. And, um, uh, you know, he's had some exchanges with people um, and uh, saying things about skin color or what he wears or whatnot. Um, and then in Southern California, uh, he was a mid-amateur and uh, he was uh, hitting balls before the opening round. And an employee of the club told him to get off the range. Caddies are not allowed to hit balls. Um, and so he had to produce his papers before a championship to an overzealous range attendant. And was that a misunderstanding or a misaggression? Uh, who's to say? But seems like uh, that was 2018. And. Shook, we've sure. been talking about this, all these situations for a while now, and this story was produced uh, in 2020. So uh, the shit is still popping, man. And we have a lot of history with Calvin Pete, Charlie Sifford, and John Shippen out there doing things. And yet here we are still dealing with the shits. So what say you guys? The story still sounds like fucking 1865. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's sound. I mean, it's just fucking amazing that we're now in, you know, just in a different way of life. And I thought we made so much progress, but you hear, you continue. We continue to hear these stories. I'm not surprised, but at the same time, um, you know, I do have to say something. Um, they could have gave my man a better picture, <laughs> dude. He does. He looks like he's taking a dump. <laughs> they could have gave my man a better picture. But, um, you know, the, the good thing about this is the story is out there. It's getting out. And I think that the more that these stories get out, um, hopefully it, it, it continues to change perception. I think that, you know, um, it, it is, as, sad as, as sad as it is, you know, we're, we're continuing to hear these kind of this shit and the, this it, it's not. It, it, here's what I'm going to say about diversity in golf, man. When it becomes just part of the culture instead of a part-time job. I think that, that it'll, that things will change. It's, it's, it's twofold for me because we all play golf, but we all know life. So like when you tell, when people say like, well, we've come so far, I have to rebuttal that with like, we shouldn't have to come so far. (laughs) <laughs> because there's no such thing as you've come so far when it comes to black people. It shouldn't have been this way to begin with. But I have to say, like, when it comes to golf, golf as a whole changes faster than any other, any other thing because you're paying your money, you go golf, 
As long as they're getting the money, you go do your thing, you're good. But I've been at places that's been all white. Oh. And they look at you funny like, uh, you sure you're supposed to be here? Yes, I make and I remember, six figures a year. I'm good. I remember playing and black folks talking about me because I played golf. Yes. Wow. And, yeah. and that's the worst part when black folks look at you like, you sure you're supposed to be here? Like, uh, motherfucker, I probably make more than you do. And I know I do. But Steve, but that's what they think, though. That's because they think you're uppity. That's exactly what they think. But it's not uppity because y'all know me. I My hood is hood. But my paycheck has nothing to do with it. Well, you are. <laughs> I can be. You uppity. I'm bougie. Like, well, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. And then, you know, when it comes to like tour golf, though, you know, competitive golf like this, like, you know, professional golf. It's, and what do you yeah. say, professional? Like, even amateur golf. It, it, the diversity thing is harder there because, like with baseball and race, you have you have a camaraderie, you have a team, you have a group of people. It could be ten people off the team that'll be with you. Yeah. Or for football, you know, same thing with basketball. But with golf, you are your team by yourself and exactly. your caddy. And ninety percent so, of the time, your caddy is white. Exactly. So the hate is just like any other sport, but you had, these guys had to walk through it alone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know like from a personal standpoint is one thing, but yep. when it comes to professional golf and yep. trying to get into that professional realm, yep. that's going to be totally different because they're going to treat you different. Like caddies can't be out here right now. Like you said, that, right. like motherfucker, I'm on tour. Right. Yep. Yep. So if you had any kind of successes, I think it made it worse to begin with. I think it's changed on the outside realm. Yeah. Internally when it comes to golf. Right. Right. I mean, what was it when Tiger Woods won the Masters? Fried chicken and watermelon. Fried chicken and watermelon. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing when he said it. And this comes from motherfucker. And he's lucky. He's he's lucky. It was Tiger Woods. Because I would have said, well, I'll tell you what. I can take the green jacket off and give it to you, and maybe they'll have some burritos. Uh, I'll take the green jacket off. You can keep it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That 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 pisses me off more than anything because, motherfucker, you're a minority too. The- yes. That shit bothered me so much, you taco-eating bastard. That's the, that's the worst part. <laughs> and that's a whole other conversation we need to have on this show. Like, the... The fight between minorities and minorities. Right. Yeah. When all minorities have some kind of Afro in them. Yep. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's weird like that because the internal fight with golf is different from the external golf. Wait a minute, man. Go back. What did you say again, Doc? Who? Everybody has what in them? Little Afro in them. Not you. You light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Barge is his own race. Elder Barge is his own race. <laughs> See, Reggie, if you were the one, if you were the one, they'd be like, here's your jacket, and I want you to get first in line and get your egg salad sandwich. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's with or without pimentos. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Look, y'all gonna stop talking about me. <laughs> hey, man. You see how we quick to talk about what you say, Boog? What you say, what you say? Afro, I'm there, too. I'm there, too. Hey, man. Roll your hair out. I think that eventually 
I mean, they're trying to give us more positions at the top, but you need more. Just like the NFL, you need more to infiltrate and the top parts be more part in the in the golf clubs. Because guess what? When you go out and play golf and everything, people that are working there, I can count on one hand uh, how many black people or minorities are working in that golf club. And they open those jobs seasonally here. And there's still not a lot. And I know people are applying for them. Yeah, I know in San Diego, everybody who works the golf course, except for the club pro, the GM, they're all minorities. We need that. Because it's out here, Mexicans run all the greens. They, they do all the lawn work, all that. The restaurants, all that. Like my boy Ty is black. He runs a pro shop pretty much. But when it comes to the GM and the club pro, they're white. But where I golf at, they're cool, but they're, they're white. So you're going to hold the coolness to a point. Mm-hmm. And those, and those, I agree with you that they're applied for, but those jobs are given. Agreed. Yes. And, those, and those, it, that's going to be a hard turn. It'll, it'll come, but it's, 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 it's going to be a while for a lot of places. Yeah, well, see, that's where I disagree when you say a while. Because if you think about the way the world the world is working, and especially when it comes to the United States, mm-hmm. there's no there, and there's no pure white race. You mix with something at some point, right. but now your mixness is showing more because more white folks, Mexicans, are talking to brothers and having babies, especially white folks. So you, you got mixed kids in there somewhere. Where you can see that nappy head coming out. Yep. <laughs> you can it's, see it's that, right I say it all the time. You can see that should coming out. You, you Yikes. Like- Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> and I say it all the time. I wish I wish these brothers would stop buying all these damn diamond chains and gold chains and 17 Maybachs and the Rolls Royce, this, that, and third. Can we can we can we start investing in stuff like that? Yeah. You well, know what I mean? But the, but it's like every every race has the select few. Because I I can look at my family. I don't know anybody has gold chains and necklaces except for a few who did it younger. But you, I invested in my shit in the right way. Mm-hmm. But as black but, people... Okay, but... but wait, let me finish. I, I, I get what you're saying. Can I, I think I think I think you're missing the level I'm talking about it at. No, I feel you. I, I got your level, but in the same, if you look at the overall black people, you can't take the the few that are in the hood doing what they do because you're taking drug dealers and hustle men and runners and side boys. But you forget the ones in the NBA football because there's very few black people. But if you look at the whole thing, it's pretty much split 50-50. You have the ones in the hood, ones who made it. But it's the ones who made it that need to reach back and help the ones in the hood that will accept the help and do right with it. Because there are some of us like that. Because I'm one of them. Because I'm one of them. Accepted. I'm with you. Accepted. But there are some people who don't accept it. And there's some who do accept it and fuck it up. Because I would love to go to a a, a golf course, a black-owned golf course. Well, yeah. the pro shop dude is a golf. He's black. The GM is black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would, I would love. I would love to see that. But I think it would. It would catch like wildfire if one of us 
elites started it and reached back to somebody that's in that in that in that in that field, in that game, in that sport to do I it. Think, I don't even think it has to take an elite. I think it has to take the right people. Because like in Sandy in California, because of the water shortage, and there's no shortage, because we water our plants on the highway when it's raining which makes no sense to me, but they tell you, you can't wash your car in your own house. They have golf courses for sale here for $2 million. You can't tell me if all of us got together collectively and took out a loan, we couldn't get $2 million to buy a golf course and, and try and fix it up so and keep the prices right so people can play and get the right people out there to teach. Right. And right. stuff like that and get sponsorships. We can do that. We'll get done. The yeah, price is wrong, Bob. Huh? The price is wrong, Bob. Uh, no, you're lying. I, I already me and my boys already looked at it. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I mean, yeah, I think you're we you're gonna have to see what you guys were talking about and seeing it go from from you know top to bottom. You need it to be people of color that that own and operate um a whole entire golf course. Right. And I don't really care. To me, it doesn't really matter if black, Mexican, Asian. I, I would just like to see a whole entire golf course operated by people of color. Yes. Let's Minority. Start, let's, yes. Fucking, let's start there first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, don't care. I minorities own a golf course, we'd be okay. Mm-hmm. And branch out from there. But we're the first ones who talk about change, but don't come together as people and make that change as a whole. Correct. Which we need to do. And we have an influence on everything. Yes. And yet we can't organize and, (laughs) and make it pay out for ourselves. So uh, yeah, more, there'll be more diversity story and topics like this, where we talk and we get deep and we go into stuff and uh, some of y'all are going to embrace it. And some of y'all won't, and we don't give a fuck. These nuts. Um, Fuck so, your couch. You can embrace them. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to our front nine real quick and then what we're hating on. And then we're going to try to get out of here. It's getting late for us. So, uh, Shook, you like looking fly as fuck on the course. And me too. And Golf Gents has the dopest golf gear for the weekend golfer. It has an awesome master's line, which is happening in April. And it also had a wasted line, which a lot of people bought some wasted hats. So shout out to them um, for doing that. Um, and so head over to uh, golfgents.com for your casual weekend golf gear. Um, so Golf Gents is bringing the front nine. And the front nine this week. Wait, 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 what? wait. Uh-oh. Hey. Yes. So there was a master's line for Golf Gents. Yep. So why wouldn't we get the first email to come out so we can get the first orders? What do you mean? I didn't know. I mean, you, it, it's out there. I mean, we, we I put it out on the show all the time. Fam, all no, day. I'm going to be like the NBA where I get those first first cuts. Okay, cool. I got you. We will make sure at Golf Gents, we'll make sure that Booga is on that list along with Marcus. All the time. Um, yeah. So anyone that comes on the Don't Be Alarmed show, we will be rocking uh, the Golf Gents gear. They will get packages. So there we go. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Front nine. Your top nine favorite coaches of all time. It doesn't have to be nine. You just name some of your favorite coaches that you love no matter what sport it is. Um, so who's your top coaches? What I will say is that it, before we get into these coaches, that they would all look fly in golf gents gear. So yes, sir. 100%. Or nerdy gentlemen. That's right. So if the, you guys, these coaches that we're naming here, if you, if you feel like going out there and, and helping a, a, a black business out, do that. Yeah. So top nine coaches, who's your favorite coaches book? I, I already know one that you're going to say. Who? Uh, Dean Smith is on your list. Dean Smith. And, and you're going to be shocked with this one. My number one all-time favorite coach is Coach K. Woo! That dude, if you think about, and I give Dean Smith because what he did for black people in college sports and how he didn't give a fuck, like, no, you're not going to put them in the back and eat there. We come as a team, we do this. But Coach K, that dude is raw. Coach K is raw. He don't give a fuck about nobody. He does it for the team, the culture, and life. And you know, our 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 last coach had quit and left. You know who that is. Coached a couple of teams, but I ain't gonna say no names because I'm waiting for him to get a stadium at North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina guy. But uh yeah. I, it's it's weird because it's hard to and big unk, Herm Edwards. Yep. Like it. He doesn't give a fuck. He say what he say. You play to win the game. I like, I like Mel Tucker. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I can't no more. This I'll, is take, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take him and Kyle Orton. I'm telling you. <laughs> favorite coach ever. You put those two together, man, the world's problems would be solved. Yes. Mm. I- I can't. I, I can't say I have nine coaches, but there's a few that I love. And I can't mention them all, but yeah. Um, did like thirty. I can, I can. Yeah, I can name a million. I only now. mentioned three. <laughs> I only mentioned four. Really, only mentioned four. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Marcus, and who you got? Family, so that don't count. <laughs> Big John down at uh, Georgetown. Ooh. That's one. Yeah. Ah, okay. He gets slept on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, old man Robinson down in Grambling was another one. Nice. He, he was, was on my list. You know, he coach, coach Coach Prime is on his way to be on that list. <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gene Katie did a lot of a lot at Purdue for uh, black kids when when back back when it was tough for kids. You know. With a lot of these big schools, he did a lot then. Bobby Knight, I just I'm a I'm a fan of Bobby Knight. Yeah, he was crazy, but he got it done. Yep. Tarkanian was another one. Tarkanian. Sleeper. Yep. And then uh man, that's shit. There's just I could just keep going. There's so many. Uh Belichick, I could put him on there. You got to. Yep. You have to. Jeez, man, you got me on that. That's why. I that's enough. This whole yeah, thing that was enough. You had it. That was a good list of coaches. 
I had some that I that I would have listed. You know, um, there's a lot of them. Great coaches, man. I, Art Shell. Mm. You know, I think even though he was a Raider coach, I just it, he broke a barrier, man, for me. Mm-hmm. Raiders, such a hate. I, I don't care, dude. <laughs> to me, I, I can hate the Raiders at the same time, but acknowledge. But you had to mention he's a Raider coach. That's what he was. What he was, man. John Madden. John, yeah. John Madden. So Madden was he made football. Yeah. Everybody played Madden. Yep. Nolan Richardson. Oh yeah, Razorback. That's he old school right coach. there. Um to me um uh John Chaney. Yeah, at uh, Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Great coach. He was um, angry like Tarkin Tarkini, like UNLV. He was angry. I mean, you said John Thompson. I mean, I think his son his son had a, a good run too. Yeah. Um my aunt, Patrick Ewing out there, uh coaching Georgetown now. Um he's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling, but he's still out there. Get out there, go. My aunt looked like him a little bit. He broke me and all. <laughs> wait, wait. Your aunt looked like Patrick Ewan? <laughs> Jesus, Lordy. I, I, I don't I, – I'll show you. I love you, so I don't know what to say. I, I do. I'm being honest, man. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. I mean, they don't look – they're not like twins or anything, but they like – Like light skin, the other one's dark skin? No, they don't. I mean, just in like if you – you know, I'm not saying my aunt's like eight feet tall and shit, you know, but – She's short as she's short as shit. But when I if I were to show you a picture of one, or another, they would they would they would favor each other. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen the, Have you ever seen like David Ortiz and the mother from uh, Good Times? Are we talking like Reggie Miller and Shell Miller look alike? Yeah, they kind of look alike. So if you put the two together, oh. you could just see how they kind of favor each other. But yes, so you know. I like you know what should E go to yours because I, I can't fuck with should no more. <laughs> okay, my aunt Patrick Ewan. <laughs> yeah, he says that. Um, oh wait, but, wait, did y'all see Spreewell today? No. What did Spreewell he was at the Knicks game today. Oh Something shit! Crazy. Did he beat but, up somebody in the stands? Nah, he was good. But the worst part is he had like Dookie braids, like the oh, little braids. Oh no! But it started like right here in the half of his head. Oh. But it was free well, so you couldn't. It's free well, so I didn't know what to do. I was like stuck in the TV for like fifteen minutes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit. You know, free well invented spinners. Shit. Yeah, that's true. What is? Yeah. I do like. Uh, I do like Pat Riley too. I thought Pat. Riley. Uh, Pat. Pat Riley. Yeah. Yeah, he was on my list. But we're done with you with the auntie and Patrick Ewan. So, so Eddie. I, I did. I had Eddie Robinson because he was at Grambling for 50, 51 years, 51, yeah. 54, something, 50 years or so. Yep. Uh, Pat Summit for Tennessee. She was really oh, out there yeah, doing it. Man, her. turned it up for, for Tennessee. She should have uh, been the first female head NBA coach. Hey, uh, um, Becky, oh, shit. The lady that's coaching, yeah, that was underneath Pop, yeah, yeah, Be- Becky um, Hammond, Hammond, yeah, yeah. Um, I got Phil Jackson on this list, of course. Uh, he just had to bet. He he won a lot, but yeah, he had star players, but he had to manage those players for sure. Um, Staley manage just like Steve Kerr manages his players. He yes. never. And how's 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 Brooklyn doing? Uh, Gino, uh, 
Ariama out of uh, Connecticut. I might have fucked his name up. Sorry, Gino. But, but yeah, uh, he's he's he put college basketball on the map. They're struggling, but he always finds these stars. And you would he he finds them out of everywhere. He's pulled a couple out of Colorado, Iowa. It doesn't matter. They're just from different places, right? And, everywhere. And he just gives them something, and they just turn up. The dickhead, though. He couldn't be a dickhead, but fuck it. What Phil, uh, Coach Bobby Knight was a dickhead. All of yeah. them are dicks. Once you go in there, once they recruit you, all coaches are dicks. Yeah, you can't Coach throw, V, you can't throw no chairs and shit now. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah. It's your choice. Have you ever thrown a chair in your own house? Uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> I, I throw chairs in my house. Yeah. Um, I got uh, John Wooden. Oh, um, yeah. Basketball UCLA. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, he won ten championships there. Remember that. So, um, and then I had Bill Belichick on there. Of course, Coach K is at my top. Coach K is is uh, not just being as a Duke fan, but just as basketball altogether. Small school. Dean so you Smith have Dean on there or Roy? No, I had Dean on there. I did not have Roy on there, but I have Dean on there. Now I'll give you Roy. Roy Roy could have made this list. Like he would be like tenth on this list because he coached at two big time schools. And well, so, one championships at both one, of them. One big time school. Uh-oh. What? One. What was the one? There's only I mean, I don't know. The other one. I know which one, you know, there was one. Who's that? North Carolina was Roy one. Williams. I don't know about the other one. No, I don't like the other one. I'm with you, but it's Kansas. still big time school. Yep. Kansas. 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 Who? He goes to Kansas. <laughs> Who? <laughs> this guy. He, he don't like Kansas apparently, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where? Whatever. Is, it, is, that, is that even real? <laughs> so there's real some great... It's it Kyle Art. That it must be fucking it was Kyle real. Art with the Kansas. Kyle Art. <laughs> hey, it was real. It was real when they was beating y'all ass. Ooh. <laughs> the mass whippers was real. <laughs> Danny, Danny Manny. That way he wasn't real. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Who else? Who else? Uh, what's his name? He got stabbed from 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 Cali. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. We had to bring up the stabbings. <laughs> it was real. It was real lit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get stabbed. He got shanked. Kill <laughs> <laughs> this nigga in Kansas. <laughs> um. So thanks for that. Check out your coaches. Send us a list if you disagree with our list. If we miss someone. And uh, send it to us or, or text us or whoever y'all want. Uh, however y'all want to get a hold of us. Twit, twit, tweet, whatever. I'm having problems with words today. Um, so um, that's that. We're going to get into our favorite segment of the show. We're going to get into this haters. What we hating on for the week. So, Bug, what are you hating on this week? I don't hate on a lot, but I know I hate. I'm right this week. I'm hating on Ashley, my cousin, <laughs> your niece, because I know what she do and how she get down. But we had this conversation when I was out there last time. Your punk ass come to California, in L.A. Don't call nobody. Don't text nobody because it's only an hour and thirty minute drive for me. 
Fuck your couch. Fuck your lashes. Fuck your faces. Get up. Nice. I like it. That's what you get, Ash. Motherfucker. Uh, Marcus. Social media, you won't get caught. Yeah. Marcus, you got something you hating on this week. Yeah, I hate this fool I had to deal with today on some racial shit. I hate the fact that uh, Matthew Stafford has a Super Bowl ring. (laughs) 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 Um, That's about it right now. That's all I hate. I got right now. I hate that. I I hate that I know that a person on this podcast is going to a nice warm place during this snow <laughs> I just came from. <laughs> nice. Because I know what he's going to be enjoying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. That's, 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 that's why I hate that Aaron Rodgers is not coming to Denver because he broke up with his girlfriend. So that story don't hold any water anymore. Yikes. Wow. He's yeah. he's going with it. He's going to Chicago. Oh, he ain't. Don't believe everything you hear. Fuck I'm that. that from Chicago. <laughs> no, that's all I hate. I don't really. Have, I don't know. You know, the hate. That's a word I've never used. Like hate. Like that's a that's a terrible word. It's strong. It is. Hate and love go yeah. hand in hand. It's, it's like, I, I I just never say that I hate people or hate anything. I hate this. Right. I just never use that word. Not I, just, un- unconsciously, I just don't use it. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let Suge go last because I know he's gonna wrap it up with. I some hate. Crazy. I hate light skinned niggas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know the barge. I hate Prince. I hate the new Michael Jackson. <laughs> he said the new Michael Hold Jackson. I, I, yeah, I hate. I hate. I hate post eighties Jackson. <laughs> Oh shit! I thought you was talking about uh, Bruno Mars. Oh, <laughs> I like Bruno Mars, but I hate you, Villa Largo. Wow. I, hate, I, I hate niggas with Villa Largo partially. <laughs> wow! I only hate some of their skin. <laughs> I hate black people who own bleach. Man, so you, so you hate Halle Berry then too? Ooh. Nah, she dark. Like she, yeah, she's like she's oh, darker she than Carmel. Yes, she is. She, she Coco. She darker than you. Like, she like Mocha. Mm. She darker than you, should so she than you. everything is light, motherfucker. She's like a candy apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like some new house painted walls. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, man. Off white. <laughs> Dark motherfuckers, man. You ain't your white. <laughs> Get up. Um, I y'all, am hating y'all on. Stand out good on them green screens in your background. I can really see y'all. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. You don't have white screen because we couldn't see you. <laughs> That's all right. I don't need any extra. I don't need any extra green screens and nothing. You need lighting. You, no, but you need to just smile and you be cool. Yikes. Oh, now you mad. <laughs> now I can see you. Now I can see you. Thank you. You know so. what? Call me Blake because I'm purebred. <laughs> wow. Okay, man. Um, and if you think about it, Blade was a half breed. He was no, not in skin tone. Daywalker. Still Wesley Snipes. What's wrong with you? I'm, not <laughs> Blade. I'm just saying he was a, he was a daywalker, bro. 
You can't walk in the day because you bright. Right. Get it right. He was a half breed. You know what? I'm gonna call you what we used to call the girls back in my day, pink toe. No, pink toe. That's it wrong, dude. Wow. Pink toes are pink toes are for white girls, man. Get your lingo right, boy. Hey, can go ahead? Go ahead. Go ahead with your hate. Tell me, hate. What's your hate? Um. I'm hating. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Last word in colonizer. <laughs> uh I'm hating on uh every team above the Lakers because we can't get nowhere. That's the whole league. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hating the NBA. I ain't watching this bullshit no more. After the All Star game, I'm fucking I'm done. Won. I know we won and it's great and all. But street clothes might be out a while again, and it took everything. You seen? I seen the last bit of LeBron's hair popping tonight, man. He was, <laughs> he was dunking and doing all this shit. Hey, man, we're rebuilding. I'm hating on that. I'm hating on nothing else. I have no big hate this week. I've had a good week, and I'm getting ready to go on vacation, so I don't give a fuck anymore. So on to you, Shook. Yeah, you know. I hate the fact that sometimes that some people just rely on on your knowledge so much, um, especially when you've worked at a at a place for so long. So I'm going to give you guys a story that happened today. Uh, Has someone contact me and was asking me, you know, that they needed access for something. So come to find out, do a little bit of troubleshooting, which this person could have done themselves to figure out what they needed to do. Um, looked at the settings. And someone was still connected to their personal account and not their work account. So you know what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you like my boy Larry June says. Don't check me. Check your personal settings. (laughs) These nuts. Yeah. Okay. So before you come and ask somebody to help you out, make sure that your shit is tight. Don't fuck around, man, because it's wasting my time. Mm. That's all I'm saying. My time is valuable. And if you want to waste company time like that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Wow. That's it's a king. It's a, it's a when you're a dark nigga and you defeat all the light skinned niggas. This is the nigga, <laughs> this is the nigga on the final level. <laughs> wow. I'm de- That's why I fuck with Marcus. <laughs> wow. Bullshit. And that dude was light skinned too. I think his name is King LaSilk. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna say, man. Like also another thing I'm gonna hate on, man. Marcus, is, text me that picture, please. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. The other thing I'm gonna hate on, man, is people who um you know it, like so it snows out here. And, you know, there's still the same fucking lanes that were there before the snow was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> you hit it on them. So, God, motherfuckers will be, like, halfway in one lane and halfway in the other lane and then just driving, like, 25 miles an hour. If your ass wants to drive slow, take your punk ass over to the right. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm going to zoom like I'm not saying I'm going to be going 85 and shit because you shouldn't be doing that in snow. But look, man, I'm not going to sit here. I'm like, I'm almost wasting gas in my vehicle behind someone that's doing that instead of getting to where I need to get. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. If you if you are slow as fuck and you're driving out here in this snow, keep your ass to the right. That's it. Or take your ass home. Thank you right. very much. God bless you and good night. And that wraps up our Hey, 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 hey. Okay, what's your number? I'll wait. Yeah. I'll just send it to Eric. Eric, send it down. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Call me. Gotta be a female trying to get trying to get beat down. 858. Put my number out there. I you know I love to love to love you. Fucking put it in the chat, motherfucker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll just hey. You chat um. live. Eight five eight three four four five eight one seven. I don't give a damn. Yeah, see if you got it. Hit Booger if you want to hear him live or talk to him. You've got the digits. And um, if you act right and toss my salad, I'll let you be on the show. Oh Lord, <laughs> Lord, uh, special guest. And this, um, um, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of different calls now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you know what. We'll see on the next show I'm on. I'll tell you how many calls I got. Wow. <laughs> we'll have a call section. Yeah, this is going to be wild. Good times. Uh, Shug, we uh, get out of the course on style, man. And uh, we do it with the likes of the Moto Caddy M5 GPS THC Electric Caddy. Has downhill control, electric parking brake, night speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, and many other features like bleeping out phone numbers. Motocaddy, the number one cart company in the world, can get you right on the course today. Head over to Motocaddy US and check out all the dope push carts they have to offer. Um, and shout out to Motocaddy for always keeping the Don't Be Alarmed, the DBAs, laced right. We have a good time in those carts out there. Um, uh, I already got two texts. Oh, oh. Oh I'm shit! Lying. I was no about to say, I'm damn, lying. they they jumped in early, <laughs> like whoa. He was like, "What?" Fifteen hundred dollars. Moto Caddy is bringing us the golf gigging song of the week. So, sure, go into this golf gigging song of the week. Oh my god, man! <laughs> we need a salad sponsor, by the way. Oh man, we're gonna have to. This uh, the golf gigging song of the week is uh, "Rapper Estates" by Rick Ross, featuring Benny the Butcher. Yeah, love, love you some Benny the Butcher. And that dude is cold blooded. <laughs> yeah. You know more the words of the brother Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backs against the ropes, winning case. Then it's back to being broke. I know the place where the rats and the roaches will race. Now it's rap, nigga, smoke, fill the states. Who envision my issues in the gates? Confidential, but these bitches know they place. Count Cino's kilos like I'm cutting cakes. Even Janet Reno know a nigga race. Prince of Pill popping, sipping purple rain. Ask me how I feel, I tell you I no longer feel the pain. Kill a game, that's 300 for the chain. And it don't include the charm just to show you who the pain. Honey cars, we should show you we at odds. That's beginning how you dress till you weed and cigars. Stay on the phone, but I limit all remarks. Just remember we the mob and regarded as a god. They want informants on the click side. They want to know I load the bricks fly.
Man, that's that Rick Ross we talking about, man. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross always be rapping over some smooth ass beats, man. I can appreciate that shit. He stayed true to himself. And then he got, he, that, throws, he got that voice that raps over certain shit that you have to you have to bump to no matter what. Yeah, man. We were talking we were talking about this, man, but there was no there was no um Maybach on this last album, man. No, he yeah, he left out the Maybach music, man. That shit, I was look because I always look forward to it. He's had it on every album except yeah. the last one. Missed that shit, but still was a good album, though. Yeah, it was good. It was um, good. So check check that. Wait, out. wait, wait. I haven't. I didn't hear this album. Was DJ Khaled on there? Uh, I don't even know if Khaled was on there. I I, I no, didn't he like to yell another one. Oh shit! For every album. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he produced probably he produced something on there. I know he did. Yeah, but he yelled no shit. Okay, I have to, I have to peep that album too. Yeah, yeah peep it. The Rick Ross is good. Got some. He got some bangers on there. Yeah, it does. He's 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 standing up on it. It's it's all right. It's pretty good. Um, no, I'm not mad at Ross. No, he do- never. He does what he does, and it's cool that he reaches out. He brings people in that are that are hot, and and, and he makes them wings on. nice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He does them lemon pepper wings. He's on those. Yes, sir. Them thighs over there at uh, Wingstop and shit. I haven't well, had we the thighs. Got, we still got wings in California. We uh, shit. We had. There was at one point that they were just giving. They were just had. They just had the thighs, dude. Uh, we always have wings in California. They've always had wings out here. At the one by me. Mm. The one by oh, the one that was one by us, man. That didn't. They were about the niggas in. <laughs> over here, that's that light skin seasoning. <laughs> Yikes! A lot over here in Green Valley. Well, we're at that time. Sounds so uppity. That's why you ain't got no wings. Okay. Well, there ain't. There's no green, and there ain't no valley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the time of the show where we give our final shout outs, and then we're gonna wrap it up, and that's it. Um, so. Uh, Marcus, shout outs for the golf fam. Oh, you know, don't nothing change. Shout out to y'all fellas. Right over having me. First time I'm on this one. Just as much fun. So shout out to the family. Shout out to all those uh fellow golfers. I know that you're getting that fever hearing about another month. Bugging not you, you you got it all year round, so you get to play. But yeah. After the snow melts and everything, we'll be out there. Yes, indeedy. Booger. Shout out to the fam, y'all. You know, I love you. Um, shout out to Suge. No matter how much me and Marcus fuck with you, you know it's all love and we love you. Yeah, all jokes. Day long, no matter what. See, and when <laughs> I try and be sensitive and show you love, he gave me the finger. Like, so like, then we'll say, we'll <laughs> say like he say. And if you don't like it, you can always... Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Exactly. That's that bullshit. Try, I tried to shut out you and you gave me the finger. And I don't need you to speak. You speak when you're ready when it's your turn. But no, right now, you and the uh, be alarmed with Negro signal, you look just like that golf ball right now. White as shit. Oh, wow. Put on some glasses. I tried to show you love, but fuck your couch. I'm back on the hate on the week. <laughs> wow! And I want to shut up. I want to shut up my daughter for texting me, asking me for no reason at all if she brought home some uh, sliders. Would I eat the motherfuckers? Yes, I will. I'm fat. I'd like to eat. I'm hungry. Love you. Hurry the fuck home. I'm hungry. 
I'm done. <laughs> uh, Shug, shout out. Yeah, shout outs. Uh, shout outs to all the haters out there. Um, we love the hate. Love it. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. We love it too. Um, no, nah, man, this is family, dude. We're all fucking around. So I, I love it, man. Um, you know, I can't wait for the weather, like you said, Marcus, to change a little bit, man, so we can all get out there and, and do what we love to do. Um, and I know a lot of cats is getting ready, man. So continue the prep and do it in your own way. Um, and that's what I want to give a shout out to shout out to my family. And, uh, you know, we out here just trying to trying to live and stay warm. Uh, I'd like to shout out my fan band. Wait, 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 wait. So I give a shout out to you. You give me the finger in the middle of my shout out. I just told you that I said, shout out to the fellas, man. And no, I just no. said how we you fucking around. Individualize because you gave me the finger when I was giving light skinned motherfuckers the love. Fuck <laughs> Elder Barge. Fuck Prince. <laughs> fuck Sade. I'm no. I apologize. I'm no Sade. She she Damn. cool. Fuck you. How about that? One? Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say uh, unity to all niggas. You always want to be <laughs> together now since you fucked up. All I right. didn't fuck up, man. I was hey. just fucking with you. Hey. <laughs> All right, it's okay, guys. All right, I'm just trying to go on vacation. That's right, we're chilling. So, shouts to my fan bam, love them. Uh, looking forward to just enjoying and and getting out and getting some sun there. Uh, shout out to Bushwood. Uh, shouts to all the ball cleaners out there. Um, like to keep them balls clean. Uh, and then shout out to all the side chicks. Who celebrated Valentine's Day today? Today was your day, boo. Uh, appreciate that. You got to enjoy that. So to all y'all that celebrated today, it was your day today. Okay? And embracing that. And don't be mad at that dude, okay? All right. God bless y'all. Thank you. I chick can eat croutons on a tall salad. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Shug, uh, let's wrap it up and get out of here. Fellas. <laughs> Um, and all y'all, um, thank you for listening to our show. And uh, if you like us, let somebody know. Tell somebody else so that they can follow us as well. Um, get at us. Um, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you're hating on. We would, we want to hear from y'all, man. So, um, you know, let us know what's going on. But like we always tell you, check in on your folks. It's important. Um, and especially as, you know, we get through these last couple winter months and getting out of this pandemic, man. So on that note, we out. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro.